Welcome to Podcast Launchpad Live. I am Kelly. I am so excited to be chatting with my guest, Joy Garrity, about why we podcasters should be live streaming. So due to this topic, of course, we're live streaming this episode. Joy is the founder of Joy G113. She is a brand consultant, personal development coach, author, live stream host, podcaster, and international speaker. She worked in Hollywood for more than 15 years at top companies in film, television, original web content, and branded entertainment. Today at Joy G113, she empowers entrepreneur women to be their own superstar by shining a spotlight on their company brand through her unique red carpet guide to superstar branding and marketing system. Welcome, Joy. I am so happy to be doing this with you today. Thank you, sister. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. I love the energy of doing live recordings. I did a live interview-based show on Blog Talk Radio for part of 2012 and 13. How long have you been a live stream host and what do you love about it? I've been three years and what I love about it is I love, well, I love for a few reasons. One, I love for the face recognition, right? Um, I like that you can sell in real time in regards to really like cross pollinating um, your content out there. And I love it. That's entertaining. It's very, you know, cause you're popping in images and videos and B roll. And I like all that. True. Oh, that <laughs> makes sense. I did not. So back when I was doing it, it was audio only. And really I just loved, like I said, the energy and sort of the pressure of it, you know, pressure to sort of get it just right. But I think that's something that turns a lot of people off of it because, you know, in just recording, you can edit out mistakes before you publish your podcast. Mm -hmm. And when you're live, there is no instant editor or time delay, right? Yeah. So do you find that that's a reason that people are really hesitant to do lives? I think so. I think that is a reason, but I, I don't believe in editing the shows. So in my media network, um, all the talent, that's something I train them not to edit. <sighs> I feel like the reason I like live is more like we're like the new reality, like real reality, you know, content creator talent. So I like all that unexpected and, I think it's more fun. I think it's more entertaining, but that's just my two cents. That makes sense. So do you share then your live streams as podcast episodes later? Yeah, right. So what we do is I call it scraping the audio, but we just download the audio. And also too, with the, with my shows and my media network shows, I have um, bumpers. So I have an intro and exit bumpers with the with also a voiceover on both ends so that you don't have to edit there either. Oh wow. So you add those to the live stream. Yeah. So we actually okay. we, we bump we intro bump the video first. It's also great too for branding, right? So that way anyone that sees an intro um, on any of the shows in my media network, they're gonna know it's part of my media network just because it's so branded. So I should have done that right now. I I have an intro video that I add to my 
podcast episodes, which are all video, when I upload them to YouTube. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you'll just do that moving forward. You'll just open up. It's more entertaining too. It's, it's yeah. exciting, right? Totally. And oh, it's branding it too. Right. And then with the voiceover underneath the video component, then when you download the audio, you don't have to edit the podcast. True. Oh my goodness. That's amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Well, this, I didn't personally come up with this. I went to PodFest 2022 mm-hmm. and I sat in a live stream room the whole time. <laughs> I never left the live stream room. Mm-hmm. And so there was influencers on stage and it was at the time because it was kind of still during COVID, mm-hmm. small room, very intimate. And so they, so I was able to ask them several questions and I walked away from that while going into PodFest 2023, which is where we met because we're on the same stage together. Right. And um, and then there too, I was able, I was already connecting dots. And this is, you know, I'm not, I'm I, listen, I'm not against the editing. If people want to edit, like God bless them. But what I like about live and what I like about this whole medium is I like that you do your show, right? you download it, you distribute it to where it needs to go. And then you keep going. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're all, we're all have businesses, right. That take time energy, right. From us. Mm-hmm. And so I like, I like things to be very in flow and very quick and quick, quick and go. And so that's why, that's why I liked this approach for, for myself better. That makes sense. And honestly, with my interviews, I do very little editing of them. If a guest says, um, a lot, I will edit some of those out. Not all of them because you want it to sound natural. There have been a couple of times when there has been not a technical issue, but something has interrupted the guest. And so then, you know, I have to edit that out. But otherwise, it's very, very little editing. So yes, I could totally do them live and then just share it like you're saying. Yeah. And, and I don't mind. And again, I'm just, this is just me. I if a guest drops out because of technology, the show must go on. And that's the whole point about it being real right? It's like, it's real time reality is becoming real and we're becoming, I mean, I I just dropped this in Ross Brand's book, The Predictions, Volume 3. And I talk about how we are going to be the new reality, real stars, right? Um, Because we are that and people, and there's been so many times on, on my shows um, where it's emotional, right? Like we're talking about some heavy stuff at times, right? And, and we're sharing. And I was just, I was just talking to Ross about this too. Sometimes I'll get off even being featured guests on someone else's show. And I'll be like, wow, I shared a lot, (laughs) (laughs) a lot of share there. Right. And I'm like, but that's the whole point. It's around the authenticity and we all have a roller coaster lives and that's the truth. Right. So, so again, I'm, you know, with, that that that's the golden rule in my media network is that there's no there's absolutely no editing whatsoever wow yeah that is amazing intro or exit bumper yeah Mm -hmm. and i think a lot of people like i was just saying about the pressure that a lot of people would be really nervous about that but i love it you know like i said i love the energy of it the spontaneity and i'd be totally down to just doing this and then 
hitting publish. Then then just, then just download and distribute and then keep going. (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you have to have decent technology. I mean, that's the whole thing. I tell people, I said, you really want to plug in, right? Plug directly into your internet, you know, get the right microphone, have an updated laptop or computer or whatever you're using. Right. Right. You know, you have to have decent lighting. There has to be all that. So that's the professionalism around it, right? right. Once you get all that down, I'm just going to make some assumption like yourself. I just slip into my chair, start a show. And also, too, I have a system that I've been creating for three years. So so I have, I have a, I'm very organized system around all this. So, mm-hmm. the, you know, the agendas are templated. Things are very templated, right? So it's just a link. Someone signs up right? There's a media release that goes with that. There's all these different moving parts, which mm-hmm. I've had to learn over the last three years, right? And now that that's that's the system that myself and my, my content creators follow. But it's, it's meant to keep things easy breezy, just slip into the chair, do a show, right? Right. And then distribute and then keep going. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like you said, you've learned it so we don't necessarily expect to jump right into our first episode like me and get it right the first time. Yeah, right. No, you're uh, supposed to fail. That's the whole point. And keep your yeah. failures up there. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. All right. So you mentioned technology. Let's talk about that for, for a minute. Mm-hmm. I or Right now, you and I are on StreamYard. Yeah. And obviously, I have it set up with YouTube. So we're broadcasting on YouTube. And that's the link that I shared with people. I could have shared the StreamYard link so that people could have come right in there. But, you know, I I shared YouTube. So that's not the only place to live stream, right? And, oh, and then other technology. So mics, you know, I've got a good mic, I've got an external camera, I've got a ring light. So can you talk a little about all of that, you know, a few recommendations that you've got? Well, yeah, so so it's all about your nature, right? That's what I that's what I've discovered, right? I use a particular platform that it's very much like a little Hollywood studio. And that's a, that's a lot of my nature. I like a lot of moving parts and it's exciting to me, but you have to pick what's right for your nature. Right. And then next you really want to invest and you don't have to invest a lot of money because the platforms themselves have invested a lot of money to get things where they're at so that there's moving pieces where you can scroll and you can pop in imagery and you can pop in B roll and video and, Uh, you know, and all that. And I like all that. That's fun to me. Right. Where I've gotten away from is I used to pop in live comments from the marketplace Mm -hmm. and I used to do it often. I've actually gotten away from that. Mm -hmm. And there's a couple of reasons for that. One is, is that it's, you don't have media releases from these people. Right. And you really, and I really look at this, like it's a, it's a brand. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, so I stopped doing that I th- almost two years ago. Oh, wow. On purpose. Yeah. That, yeah. and again, this is just from my background, my Hollywood background. And, and I was just like, I really want to protect the brand. Mm-hmm. We don't have media releases. And then also too, I found sometimes, and again, I know other people, that's all they want to do. They just mm-hmm. want to pop in comments constantly. I'm like, God bless that too. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. just their nature, right? Yeah. But for me, it also, I felt like it was 
it was dis- it was kind of disruptive mm-hmm. because they were because because they were asking uh, you know they were asking a lot of questions and sometimes it would throw the show off in a weird way you know that makes <laughs> you sense know I mean? yeah right so but I also I had um, a room in my home dedicated to a studio dedicated to my shows mm-hmm. and so I've really I've because for me, this is going to be a lifelong journey is the shows themselves. Right. And so there's the right, the lighting and what's in the background. And right. that's another thing too. I tell people, I'm like, I'm like, I'm like, you're, you're a talent, you're a brand. So think about it for me. Paris means a lot to me. It's a very sim- symbolic place for me. It was, there was a lot of success when I was going to Paris. So, mm-hmm. so for me, there's, there's a lot of that going on back there, but I mm-hmm. tell authors all the time. I'm like, I'm like, put your books back there. Like, you know, yeah. you know, I see what's behind you. You're like, you're promoting podcasts, you're promoting yeah. brands. And so I just tell people, so just sit down for a second and get strategic, mm-hmm. then set it up and then leave it alone. Yeah, that's true. That makes a lot of sense. All right. Yeah. And I've got a poster from Paris back there too. I adore Paris and cats. <laughs> yeah. I've had that since 1981. It's traveled with me everywhere, college and several cities and another country. And yeah, yeah it's very cool. And that's part of, that's part of what we're doing here too. We're creating layers. We're allowing the marketplace to get to know us on more of a personal, personal level. Right. And I tell people, I'm like, I'm like, there's, you know, listen, you don't need to let people in totally into your personal life, but you do need to let people emotionally connect with you. Yes, absolutely. People like to hear some stories. If we are just standoffish, arm's length away, there's, there's no connection there. We need to connect on some level so that we're more relatable. And I can't learn from people whom I don't know at all. If I know nothing about them, if I know nothing about their failures or errors or, you know, anything that they've flubbed in the past, they, I can't relate to them. And then I can't learn from them. Yeah, it really is about building a trust with people out there. You know, mm-hmm. I've, I've, you know, I blog about my journeys. I, you know, I do articles about them and do live shows on them. You know, I've keynote about them on stage. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we were on, we shared a stage together. Mm-hmm. Um, I was keynoting about how you don't need to ask Hollywood for permission anymore to be your own star. Yeah. And for years you did. And when I worked there, I had to ask permission and you don't have to anymore, particularly with this live stream component of that right um and it's very vulnerable it's all very vulnerable you know and the time and uncomfortable but i don't think it's worth doing if it's not i agree yeah with live streaming and with podcasting no gatekeepers no one to tell us what we can and can't do what we can and can't say and we just put ourselves out there like you said it is very vulnerable but just be brave take the chance and do it yeah jump yeah. yeah. So when you mentioned earlier some of the things that you love about 
live streaming. Some of those are some benefits of it, but would you share uh, some some more benefits of live streaming? Why we should be doing it? Yeah. So I, you know, we all know that there's the video wars going on out there amongst mm-hmm. all the platforms, right? Um, I believe that there will be a point where a post is just not going to be enough. Mm-hmm. I don't think everything's going to be video constantly, but we'll see. But I believe that it's just, it's, it's a way where people are going to expect to be more entertained. They're going to expect more bells and whistles. And because of the way that the marketplace is being trained right now, um, they're being trained to consume in real time. And so that consumption piece is going to be a critical piece for most people's brands, particularly the, um, solo entrepreneurs um, out there in the marketplace. And also too, this will cross pollinate even into a brick and mortar component as well, where people are going to want to buy instantly, Mm -hmm. have that instant gratification. And we see it going on in tradition, even in traditional media right now, which is can tend to be a little bit behind the eight ball. Well, they're not behind on this. They picked up on this live right away, even though we already knew the morning shows were live, right? They have live in the corner now, mm. even though we've already been, you know, um, you know, Amazon's done a lot in regards to this instant gratification of buying in real time, right? Yeah. You can see it now. A lot of the, you know, deal making morning show shows have been putting deal makers and really talking about, the next best blah, 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 and how you can buy it with this code, for instance, right? right. That's, that's, that's the next level. That's, mm-hmm. that's, that's where I believe we're all heading. Yeah. I only recently learned about Amazon lives. That's, that's, yeah, there's just not many yet. That's why. Yeah. There's, there's only, I heard there's only 3000. That's not that many live shows on Amazon. No, no, there is a massive room for growth there. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So how does live streaming help us grow our audiences? Yeah, I think, again, the marketplace really wants to pull back the red curtains now. Mm-hmm. There's been so much smoke and mirrors and discontent in the marketplace. And I feel like with the live stream, it gives people access to us not just on an emotional level, but they can see our authenticity, Mm -hmm. right? They can get to know us on a personal level, right? Which crosses over into the trust, know and like component Mm -hmm. for all of us. Um, It also gives us a way where we can be sharing our personalities Mm -hmm. in a different, in a different medium. Right. And so for me, you know, like sharing, you know, I, I like things to be, you know, I like pink. I love this pink bottle. <laughs> you know, I, you know, um, my hair is part of my branding. What's behind me is part of my branding. And that really gives everyone, a di- you know, out there a different access to also share their, their creative side of their brands. Yeah. Love that. Absolutely. And with podcasting, being originally audio only and that helping you reach this entire audience of people who prefer to listen as opposed to read or watch. But now YouTube, for example, is 
not prioritizing podcasts, but more people are listening to podcasts on YouTube and they want video with it. Mm-hmm. In fact, I just read that 46% of active podcast listeners want video with the podcasts compared to 42% who don't want video or don't care about having video with it. So there are more active podcast listeners who want video with the podcasts. So fascinating. It so fascinating. It is, isn't it? Yeah. How things are, are shifting into many, many video components. Yeah. But I think people just want to consume content the way they want to consume it, right? Exactly. If they're at the gym, they're going to consume it differently than if they're looking up how to, right? right. That's going to be a video component or having it on the background while they're, you know, working or, you know, because with COVID, that just changed everything. Yeah. The very way true. Yeah, very true. And so, like you said, you know, you aren't inserting comments, you know, uh, viewers' comments into your show, but live streaming can boost audience engagement if yeah. you do incorporate uh, the viewers comments or take questions and sure. I've replied to some comments here while we've been talking. So I've been looking away from the camera, of course. <laughs> so that can be really helpful depending on how you use it, how you use this medium of live streaming and whether you do take comments and questions and whatnot. Yeah. And I think it's just a matter of to the viewership out there who's considering jumping into the live stream world is Again, you just want to make sure that your nature and how you like things. There's going to be some people out there, like I said, they that's all they want. They want people to ask questions, and it's more of that Q&A kind of live show, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I've definitely developed out my media um, division, live stream podcast division. It's definitely more of a content library is the way that it's it's being developed out right it's very robust content library i like how to i like to help um particularly women entrepreneurs find more ease and grace and with other experts out there and giving real tangible tools and tips Mm -hmm. and resources that that's my nature Mm -hmm. that's my nature that's 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 what that's what i like right and so yeah i say however whatever your gig is whatever you dig that's what you should do mm-hmm. because it will work it will work for you just because you're you loving and having fun i tell people I said you know i tell them i said I said don't get into this if you're not going to have some fun because it's still it's still work it's still yeah. a job even if you're not editing right right so you set up the show and do all that kind of stuff however for me, this this has so much purpose behind it. Mm. It's so it supports my particular brand a hundred percent in so many different ways. And the way I structure it for me is I pick one hour, one day a week, and that's when I do my show, and that's it. Mm-hmm. And that's it, right? That's because right. I'm running a business, yeah, too, right? Exactly. And so, so I again, it's just like, and and also to look at it like a business. Like yeah. a B-I-Z. Look at it as a biz. Mm-hmm. How soon after doing the live show do you put it out as an audio-only podcast? Well, right now in my network, we have five live shows running. Mm-hmm. And so we're, myself and the team, we're, we're, we're turning them around pretty quick. Mm-hmm. So the live show 
the live shows go, the audio drops, we drop it over into, um, we're sitting over at Electrocast Media right now. Okay. So we're, we're, we're over there. So we're, we're dropping it over there like fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yeah. So theoretically someone could record one day and it could go out on their podcast the next day if that's their. Yeah. The same model. day or the next day latest. Yeah. 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 yeah absolutely. Yeah. That's, that's wonderful. Yeah. I've been a guest on some live shows and we did it one day and it went live on their podcast the very next day. Yeah. You know, I think too, sister, there's something about the energy. Yes. That, that, you know, when, and I find that with online, I, I, that's probably why I fell in love with it. I jumped in because I, when I have heart, when I'm excited, right. You get other people excited and I believe that there's real energy around the shows. Mm-hmm. So the faster that you can actually upload it, that your energy is there, because, you know, as you move on to your next show, your energy shifts from the show. Right. Before. Right. right? I agree. And it's sort of same thing, like with recording my interviews, I'm scheduled out already pretty far, yeah. like through mm-hmm. May at this point. And so when I'm going to promote those episodes, it's been a few months since I recorded them. And so then I have to go back and, you know, I listen or I watch the episode again. I'm like, oh, okay, yes, that was awesome. And then, and I try to, you know, do this much earlier and we'll even write the social media clips earlier. But if I don't do that, then I'm doing it later. And and I have to try to bring that energy back out. And it's, it's tough. Yeah. If you do it right away, then I can see the benefit of that. Yeah. And you want to be organized too. That's yeah, why yeah, I tell yeah. people, I'm just like, I was like, I'm, I'm, I'm far out there with my, with the shows too. Right. But because of the, my system is like, everything's already organized in terms of templates and how I want things to roll out. And I want things to look a certain way, that kind of thing. So, and I tell people get organized to the front end because like myself, I mean, I didn't dream for, I didn't think that someone like Electrocast media out of Hollywood Mm -hmm. would come and sign me. It didn't, Mm -hmm. that wasn't in my, that wasn't how I was thinking. Like I was doing my shows. Like I love, I was doing my shows. It was supporting my business, that kind of thing. But because, but then when they did, they're like, Hey, can we get this? This is this. I'm like, yeah, mm. because everything is so organized per show per right. That I was able to get all the deliverables over there. And if you don't do that, you can, you can get exhausted. Yes. Right? And you don't want to get exhausted by this. You want to, you want to be organized. Yes. And then you want to roll out and then you want to template things. And then you want those templates to step and repeat for yourself. Right. Yes. Systematizing is key for it's everything different. in your business, in your podcast, live streaming, systematize everything, yeah. automate where you can and delegate where you can. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, whoever you delegate to make sure they've been in the game for a minute, right? Cause the arena is very, you know, and, and I noticed too, people get really caught up in certain things that they'll get super caught up in like the newest, best technology and the newest, best this. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm all get caught up in the being professional from the start, but then just get going. Yeah. 
Cause you're going to, you're going to learn so much at the yeah. front end and just allow yourself just to learn, just, yeah. just, and just talk about it. Talk about, yeah. hey, hey, I'm learning this. I'm like, it's a great way to emotionally connect with marketplace because like, I've always wanted to do that. Or I remember when I was learning, I totally get it. Mm-hmm. That's great. Yeah. Talk to people. And for starting a system like, so in podcasting, and and this would be the same with live streaming, to create very, very basic, a standard operating procedure, you can start by doing that in a spreadsheet. Very, very basic. Yeah. You know, you don't have to jump into an online project management system right away. You can start on a spreadsheet. Keep it really simple, but get used to doing that. The only step that you have to remember then is go to your spreadsheet. You don't have to remember everything else. Just follow what's in the spreadsheet. And I started in a notebook. (gasps) Yep. That's how I started. I literally wrote down in a notebook, like, like I wrote everything down in a notebook and then I yeah. was like, and then I was like tweaking it and then I moved it over into Trello and then I was yeah. able to, but I had a first like step one, step yeah. two, step three. I love steps. Exactly. I always have. Love checklists and yes, crossing yeah, things. I know, me too. It must be in yeah. our, like in our cards in our, in our yeah. chart or something. Yeah. <laughs> Feels so good scratching thing off, scratching yeah. things off on a physical piece of paper, yeah. and or you know checking them off and or uh, you know putting that Y letter Y for yes in a spreadsheet or a click That's box. Great. I yeah. use podcast SOP and yeah. You know another thing too, sister, is that I want to share with people out there is that when you when you when you're embarking in something like this, right? and you're running a business, your business has got to be the priority. It has to be. That's how you're paying your bills. That's how you pay your mortgage, right? Your car insurance, right? So what I always encourage people to do is I'm like, if you want to get into this arena, which right now would be a great time to get in because it's still pioneering. It is not, not everyone's doing this yet, right? Mm. Is, is do, do this on your off time though. Mm. Like, don't make this the priority and your business goes in the back burner, Mm. right? So what I did when I first started is I was working on it after hours. I was working on it when I had, when I had that, like a little extra time. And so it was fun. I wasn't, it wasn't, it wasn't um, stressing me out because it wasn't impacting my, my monthly income, Mm. right? That makes sense. That's great. Yeah. Anything to make it less stressful or zero stress is really great. Yeah. Awesome. Then, then you're working and you're playing yes. and you're learning and it is a learning curve. I mean, I'm, I'm just this weekend, I was in another huge learning curve. Mm. And so this isn't for people, you know, people that are like, Oh, I don't want to learn, learn this, learn that. I'll just have my admin do everything. I'm like, mm. There's still you as the content creator is mm-hmm. you're going to have to learn mm-hmm. and you're going to be uncomfortable. And yes, of course your admin can do a lot for you, mm-hmm. but as a content creator, that's taking this arena very seriously, right? You still have to run your own shows. Yes. Right. You still have to be able to plug in. Right. Mm-hmm. And so, so get it, you know, so yes, it was super uncomfortable. Like the learning curve was huge again, but 
I woke up this morning going really proud of myself and just going, okay, but you did it. Mm-hmm. You don't know what you don't know. But yeah. then ask some other experts or watch some, watch a bunch of YouTube videos or read a bunch of blogs about it, right? Or yeah. get books or however you like to consume, right? Yeah. But put yourself in the driver's seat first. Mm-hmm. Don't get too overly like, I'm just going to have this person do do it all for me. Right. Because it's not realistic. Mm-hmm. Very true. And like you said earlier, the platforms for live streaming today are so much simpler and they walk you through everything. They make it very easy to get yourself online quickly. Yeah. And they're very, and, and, and then they're also quite sophisticated. Yes. They're giving you tools where again, it's like having your own little studio. Yeah. Right. Totally. And, and that gets really exciting mm-hmm. because maybe not year one or the first six months, but after a while you get more sophisticated. So then you're starting to pop in book covers and you're starting to, you know, roll B roll or starting to show, do intro and exit bumper videos. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it doesn't have to happen right away. It doesn't have to happen mm-hmm. right away. Just do what you can at the front end because my shows from three years ago to now, yeah, they're night and day. <laughs> but I haven't taken down my shows. Yeah, no. I keep them there. I'm just like, that was then and this is now. For sure. Yep. So how do you recommend promoting your show like before it's going live? Yeah. So I love everything media and because of my background, mm-hmm. I love everything marketing. So I literally have a show template that and and particular type of copy the way I like things to go out. So I promote the day, some days, some days, two or three days before the show goes live. Mm-hmm. Some days, just the day before the show. It depends on what show it is and the kind of pedigree that comes along with the show. And then I, I promote the day before and then I'm tagging, I do interview shows just like mm-hmm. you and I'm tagging the featured guests. So I'm getting in their backyard. Mm-hmm. Right. And so that's right. one of the stragies that I really like to share out there with people because you can't pay for that kind of marketing because right. their friends already know and like trust them. Yeah. And now that you're tagging them and most likely you don't know Maybe you know a couple, but you don't know all of them, right? Yeah. By tagging them on LinkedIn and tagging them on Facebook and in your groups um, and then on Insta and then um, any other way that you could, you like to promote. Um, it's a great way to um, get the buzz going about the show before yeah. the show goes live. Yeah, that's great. Yeah, that's what I did for this. I started yesterday on Instagram and my email list and today email list, Instagram, and then Facebook as well. Yeah, no, I got it this morning. And so what I do is shared it and then tagged you. Awesome. Right? (laughs) Right? Because as your show grows, you're going to have more and more seasoned influencers that come on the show, Yeah. right? And so maybe at first... You know, people aren't going to share for you. But with time, when you have people like myself and yourself on the shows, right, mm-hmm. we know what we're doing. And so yeah. the minute I got tagged this morning, what's the first thing I did? Mm-hmm. I shared it everywhere. Yeah. And then they tagged you. Yeah. 
Absolutely. Now, what's funny about guests, though, is I have found that sometimes it's the, quote, smaller guests who share the most, like after I've published their episodes. They're so excited about being on a show, being a guest on a show, that they share everywhere, as opposed to some really big guests, the most sharing they've done is like on Instagram, reshared my post or reel as a story. Still, you know, yeah, no, that's a good but, point, though. That's a good point. Because the bigger guests, the bigger influencers, they're busy. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, and, you know, and, and I get that. But no, I don't care how big you get. I don't mm-hmm. care. I think people support those that support them. I agree. Right. Yeah. And so people that are supportive of each other are going to show up bigger for one another. Yes, totally. Uh, all right. Uh, real quick, any mistake or common mistakes you want to address that people make when they start live streaming that are avoidable? <laughs> yeah, they, they, oh, they, they pour all this cash mm. into like, Cause they're hearing, Oh, I got to get these lights and I got to get this and I got to get that. And I'm like, I'm like, no, 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 no. Okay. Watch your overhead. Okay. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you like it yeah. first. Okay. Cause you might not like it. Right. So watch your overhead, right? Pick a platform that's simple first, mm-hmm. you know, that you can just dive into and then get going and then get that system, your, your show system, down step one, step two, step three, right? Mm-hmm. And stay organized, right? Because you don't know when you're going to have to go back a year or two years and pull content because something amazing just dropped into your lap because you've been live streaming and you now you're at a tipping point, mm. right? You don't know what's going to happen, right? And that's 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 the exciting part, but. But definitely watch your overhead. Mm-hmm. Don't spend weeks and months on like the perfect this and the perfect that. I'm like, just jump in and start doing some shows and just see if you dig it first. Mm-hmm. And then what you do like about it. And now you can start investing. Yeah. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. And you can get so microphones, you can get great mics that yes. don't cost much money. My, yes. my current favorite starter mic is the Samsung Q2U. Mm. There are lots of others out there. That's my preferred starter for podcasting anyway. Ring light, 18 inch ring lights, inexpensive. Again, great to start with. Yes. So there's so much you can do for not much money. And, you know, the other thing too, sisters, let's just encourage everyone out there. Don't let technology scare you. Right. Well, what, what we're, what we're able to do now, you and I couldn't have, weren't able to do it when we first started. No. No way. Right. It's just like, but we also didn't let it scare us. Right. We're like, well, we're like, we'll figure it out. We'll yep. figure this out, right? Exactly. And it's okay to fail. No one, no one that's an influencer out there hasn't failed. No. no. Exactly. We all started scrappy. Yep. Everyone. Yeah. And think about all of the interviews with like big well-known people that you see on TV, on news shows on TV now. And how bad. So most of them look, 
right? So you don't want to look bad, but it is fine to look scrappy. Am I right? Yeah, no, I think I think it's exciting. And take the take the marketplace, take them with you. That's how I started. I was like, I was at a women's event. I was with a master at live streaming. She said, why don't you start live streaming? I was like, ah, she's like, well, let's just start now. And so we just started doing shows and I was just like, Hey, like, this is my first and like, come with me on this journey. And, you know, and just, just be, just be authentic. Mm-hmm. Just be authentic. You'd be surprised of how much love you're going to get because people, people are going to love on you for being that, for bringing them with you, for taking them with you, for pulling back the red curtains, you know, just tell your truth. Just like, I, I don't know what I'm doing yet, but I will, but I don't right now. Yeah. Cool. I agree. That's great. That's part of that vulnerability and yeah, bringing people along with you. I think it makes your audience less scared to try as well. Yes. Perfect. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little about your live shows. Yeah. So I have one show called being your own superstar uh, live. It's based, it's actually all about my book. I bring people on that have read my book and we talk about what gems and how it's changed their journey and getting more of what they want. I have a lot about my Hollywood um, background in here. And then what was downloaded to me three years ago. Um, and then I have another uh, show that just launched. It's called, SWE spotlight live. And that's for my superstar women entrepreneurs network. And it's the pedigree show. Mm-hmm. And I bring on um, people like yourself that just, you know, been in this arena, they understand the arena and they share real tangibles of how to dot, 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 like how to soar bigger in business, how to, you know, get live, go live, how mm-hmm. to anything like that for women entrepreneurs for more ease and grace so they can find more ease and grace. And again, I'm really building out a robust content library, mm. right? And I want so that women entrepreneurs particularly can go there and you don't have to look everywhere for that one gem. You can be like, okay, I need help in you know, business. I need help in you know, my lifestyle. I need help in inner game. And so, so those, those shows are, are sitting there. Mm. That's awesome. All right. And where can people go to find those? So you can go find that at joeg113. You can find us on YouTube. You can find us on Facebook. You can find us on Insta. <laughs> you can everywhere. Find, you can find us everywhere. <laughs> you can find us everywhere, right? Our podcast, we, under Electrocast Media, that just dropped. We have our own awesome. network over there now. Awesome. So, and that way everything's organized. I love when everything's organized. Yes, yes. <laughs> I worked for Germans for years in Hollywood. <laughs> All right. And tell us a little about the book, Be Your Own Superstar. I'm going to put that link, which is a long, ugly link. Oh, no. It looked like it went over into two lines. Poop. Well, you can get it on Amazon. Being Your Own Superstar. Being Your Own Superstar. Yeah. Be Your Own Superstar, How to Expand Your Love Capacity, right? Um, This doubles as a guidebook. So I was at my friend's life celebration three years ago. And I was asking that, you know, age old question, what's life really about is blue. You know, I just had another friend pass away right before that. Mm -hmm. And what was downloaded to me was the real reason I worked in Hollywood for 20 plus years. It was to observe mega superstars and how they get what they want Mm -hmm. and leaders in the industry. And it'll be, it's very 
it will surprise a lot of people out there how they really get what they want. Yes, they're talented, but so are you. I'm talking mm-hmm. to everyone out there. Everyone's talented, right? Um, but what was downloaded to me was a series of memories. And when I was, it all happened so quickly at the end, I was like, oh, and I had that aha moment. And what it really is, is that they have what I have coined as a capacity, a love capacity, Grand Canyon level love capacity, because fame, money, business opportunities, mansion, it's just, it's just love, but in different forms. Mm. Right. And so the bigger you grow your love capacity, the more you'll get what you want. Inside the book, I have a daily habit system. It's only 30 minutes. I've been doing it for three years in my personal, my professional life have transformed in the most extraordinary ways because I'm able to allow, receive, and accept mass amounts of love. Mm. Oh, that's great. Love it. All right. Being your own superstar. I'll write that in here and I'll have the link in the show notes for sure, y'all. Sure, sure. Yeah, being your superstar, how to expand your love capacity. You can find it on Amazon. Okay. And then tell us the kind of work you do with people and how people can find you if they want to work with you. Sure. So I do, I have memberships. You can find them on, you can find me on a superstar women entrepreneurs, Facebook group and about my membership over there. I do monthly trainings. Um, I love memberships and I have a system I have a system where people can also hire me as an independent consultant and I'll teach them either how to get your live stream. And I teach them my system, how to stay Mm -hmm. organized and how to market and pre-market and templates and everything that they need there. Or if they want to get more superstardom in the marketplace, women entrepreneurs, um, I also consult with that too. And I look at their brand and the big picture with my system. And then I come in and I help them to turn up the spotlights. Mm, that's awesome. All right. So y'all get in touch. It Where's the best place to go? I know you said they can find you website, Facebook group. Where would oh, you yeah. like people to go? Well, you can find me across social media, right? Okay. You can also go to joeyg113.com and find me there. Awesome. They can see the shows, the media network shows there too. And they can grab, again, there's a ton of content in these shows guys. So if you're feeling lost right now, like in personal, professionally, go check out the shows. Awesome. We've all been there. Yep. You're not alone. No, we're not. Even when it feels like it, you know, being a solo entrepreneur, podcaster, live streamer, it can all feel very lonely. But <laughs> at times. But you're not alone. You're not alone. You get us. Exactly. I do want to answer one question real quick. There's a question about purchase equipment on Amazon, question mark. I did get uh, most all of my equipment, like physical equipment on Amazon. I'm currently using a Shure MV7 microphone. Uh, My ring light is from Amazon. The Samsung Q2, it's S-A-M-S-O-N, Q2U starter mic that I've tested out, Amazon. My external camera is a Lumina, L-U-M-I-N-A, that I did not get from Amazon. I got from them directly. Uh, and what else? That's I think you can even go on Amazon and put in podcast yeah. equipment. Yeah. And they'll even um, give you a lot. Yeah, they'll also like, like not box it for you, but they'll be like, it will like cool. The kits. Yeah, the kits, right? The right. kits are great. Yeah. When you yeah. first start, the kits are great. Yeah. And they'll 
because they'll show you bestsellers, highly rated. So yeah. choose something that that is highly rated, of course, and the bestsellers obviously do well. It's it's a lot. It is a lot to Google and to figure out. But yeah, you can go buy some. I mean, go buy by Google suggestions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. or you can ask an expert, right? You know. Or- I've got episodes on my podcast that cover, in fact, just today, listening live, I have my favorite podcast resources episode that just came out where I even cover uh, my podcast hosting platform, equipment, where I find guests, unless I'm reaching out to them personally. Uh, What else? Oh, just everything. All things podcasting. Yeah, yep. if you're the go-to girl, just reach out and ask. Yep. Yep. <laughs> and podcasters are very generous about helping. So yeah, and yep. some are live streamers. Again, we're pine- we're still the pioneers. It's not it's not mass market yet, right? Yep. And so that's why we go to these events, and everyone's like telling each other. You can sit down, and they'll tell you because they're like, "You're a pioneer. I'm a pioneer. Let's go do this," right? Yep. So, yeah. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for being here today, Joey. Oh, you too. This has been awesome. I have learned a lot. And the next one. Thank you. Thank you for having me on your show, sister. Really appreciate it. And thank you all for being here live and y'all listening later on the podcast. Be sure to, if you're on YouTube, please subscribe. For those of you on the podcast, please follow so you don't miss a single episode. And I will see you next time on Podcast Launchpad.